Welcome to Idaho Speakeasy. I'm Mike Turner, and we're on a mission to uncover and share the stories of Idaho's finest entrepreneurs, community leaders, local icons, and those who are impacting our community. Okay, we're here and we're live in studio. Again, I'm Mike Turner, and this is Idaho Speakeasy. Um, so today we have the great show, and as, as the introduction says, you know, this Idaho Speakeasy is all about talking to local entrepreneurs, talking to people who are impacting the community. And today's no different. Today, I want, we want to learn more about Trailhead. And so today, we brought an executive director, a TM. Th- TM, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Okay, so TM, let's get everyone uh, who's not familiar with Trailhead up to speed on what that is. Yeah, let me break it down for you. So Trailhead, basically at the core, is a co-working space. Uh, we're a nonprofit, 501c3. And what we do with the co-working space, we overlay um, the commodity of space, if you will, with some value-added propositions like mentorship for startups and entrepreneurs. We feature educational programming, and we also are very active in community building. Okay, so uh, um, all right, so this I I know there's it's kind of a cool concept that's right here in downtown Boise. Um, so describe to people where you're at and kind of how you're set up. Yeah, we're on Eighth and Front. Um, that's one of our locations called. Base camp, and then we are also in the old Eighth Street Market building, um, right above Bodovino, and that one is called Trailhead North. And so the difference between the two places that we operate, and you notice they're right down the street from one another, is that Base Camp is a wide open um, warehouse style space where we have so-called hot desks. So members get to pay a monthly fee. Currently, that's thirty-five dollars, and they get access to a hot desk, meaning. First come, first serve is not necessarily dedicated to them. And they have access to um, internet and they get free coffee there. Yeah. And so if you want to think about it, entrepreneurs, ideators, remote workers, and telecommuters really in the early stages of forming a business land at base camp. And they're typically solo at that point. And so as soon as they validate a product, a service, an idea, call it an MVP, a minimal viable product, um, they are typically ready to go out and generate some revenue. And to do that, they need a team, which is right around the time that they quote-unquote graduate out of base camp into our other location, which is called Trailhead North, as I said earlier. And at Trailhead North, you will find dedicated office space, dedicated conferencing rooms, and a classroom um, that is going to be actually rented out to a company called Coding Dojo. They're moving into town, Mm. and they're going to set up shop and teach a coding boot camp starting in January. Oh, fun. Yeah. So um, it seems like you've had a lot of support with this idea. So how did how what's the story behind like how it came about and and how it got going in the first place? Yeah, you know, so the genesis of Trailhead really goes back to a couple of individuals. Okay. And uh, to name them by name, you know, so Faisal Shaw is one of our founders, mm-hmm. um, Karen Meyer and Jason Crawford. They got together with the city, in particular with Mayor Beater, and they were ideating around how to intentionally foster innovation and build tech, a tech community right here in Boise. And the, and the thing that stuck with me, their description was, we wanted to pull out all the entrepreneurs out of coffee shops and pour them into a centralized place where we can mentor them, we can provide them education, and we can build a community around it. So that's how it started. It's, it's a private public venture. The city backs it, and our, our three founders 
put in some of their personal money, and that's how we got started. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's a nonprofit. Correct. 501c3. Yeah. And um, if you haven't been in the space, it's really cool. I mean, I like not only this downtown, so it's very... Uh, hip location, I guess mm. you could say. Um, I'm actually a member uh, of the base camp area, and you, it's, it's hard not to be, because you go down there and you make the barrier of entry so accessible. Um, and uh, for most people looking for downtown space, you're right, you're either crammed in some coffee shop, or you're kind of, you know, you can't really afford most options. Uh, I know one um, uh, founder who's... Uh, he lives over in Meridian, has office space in Meridian, hmm. but he uh, he got uh, he got space over at, at Trailhead, and I and he was taking the bus in uh, a couple times a week to work there. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, I just like the energy and, and, and occasional networking with the people there, and um, and so he's. So he just makes a point to do that. He likes it. Yeah. Look, what what differentiates us from other co-working spaces that we have here? Um, most of them are a so-called real estate play, right? Mm -hmm. Their business model is such that they rent out a big space and then they sublease it to tenants at a profit, which is perfectly fine. And mm -hmm. there's a great demand for mm -hmm. that, especially as rents in downtown all around the country is going up. Um, the differentiator with us is you've, you've mentioned it, it's the culture, it's the vibe. Um, and really the cool part about that is we let that organically happen. So our members themselves... Um, create the culture at Trailhead. Now we, we regulate, we're there, you know, we, we, we keep an eye on things, but at the end of the day, it's their working space. And spontaneous combustion is a real thing. You get entrepreneurs in the same room and, you know, you, you let them share ideas. And these might be entrepreneurs that are in the same industry. These could be entrepreneurs that are in completely different industries. Um, but being around others that face similar challenges, um, and have to overcome them, it, it encourages startups and it helps them to get through the so-called valley of death. And you mentioned it earlier, you know, when, when you're looking for success and everything it takes to build a business, and as an entrepreneur, you decide to take on that, that B-hack, that big, hairy, audacious goal. Mm -hmm. There is the valley of death that you're going to have to get through. You have to find a way to bootstrap, to borrow money, to raise money until you can validate your idea. And so if you want to think about Trailhead occupying that space, that's valid. We help entrepreneurs, ideators, and startups get through the valley of death. You know, you said you're a member at $35 a month, um, access to Basecamp, internet, and coffee. You can't even get internet at your house for thirty to five dollars a month. Yeah. So so we it's it's a form of subsidized rent currently with the intent that, you know, these startups graduate yeah. out of trailhead at some point. Yeah. Go out there into the quote unquote real world, hire people, pay them good salaries, at the end of the day, improve the quality of life right here in Boise, increase the tax base, improve the quality of education. So there's there's all kinds of peripheral byproducts of, mm -hmm. of a successful trailhead. I uh and it is that interesting time. I liked how you have Trailhead North too, because uh, it does have it. Because you, as you, as you get into your your startup or, or whatever you're doing, and you start making money and or start having some level of transactions or whatever it is that you're doing, all of a sudden, okay, I need help, 
And, you know, a lot of times people are trying to do this out of their house. And you now you have to have someone come over to your house. And that's just awkward and weird. Yeah. Um, and but it's like you're not making enough money to really justify, you know, office space or the kind of office space that seems to make the most sense. And um, I just think it's kind of a, a great option for and I, I think there's there hasn't been enough attention on how this kind of really small when you. Most I think most big time people think of business, they think of like big business. Mm-hmm. And the small business, the entrepreneur, you really just start with like one or two people just kicking around this idea and you just like you crawl your way up. And all of a sudden now it's like, oh, we need another person. Where where are they gonna work? And um I just uh, I think it's really cool that there's this attention and this opportunity right here in our community to help this because for the longest time I feel like I mean, I got a business degree, mm-hmm. and which I felt lucky to be able to get. But the entire focus of it was on, you know, going up the corporate ladder, and almost no discussion was on this kind of entrepreneurial bootstrapping, figuring this stuff out on your own stuff, and um, and so, you know, if starting over, it would have been amazing to have like the trailhead because even if you're there working on your laptop, busting out yourself, at least surrounded by people going through the same journey, which yep. is really, really cool. And if you're there long enough, you can make some friends and connections. It's such, uh, it's so great to be able to at least be surrounded by people who are trying to climb the same mountain. Yeah, and there's additional synergies, really, yeah. that, that we incorporate because we have the space. I call them, you know, value propositions that we overlay the commodity of space with. But, you know, Recently, we hosted Boise Startup Week. I'm the co-chair. Trailhead is the, the organizing entity, if you will. And um, Nick Krabs from Vinyl, local software company, he's the other co-chair. And so people think big business. People also think tech and software most recently. And that yeah. doesn't always hold true. And sure. You think of Idaho, you think of Boise. We have some pretty incredible non-tech assets right at our disposal here, namely food. So we have a lot of farmers. There's dairy um, we have Simplot here, we have Albertsons here, Winko is headquartered here. So there's an organic food product community already there. So what we did as part of Boise Startup Week, we partnered with Albertsons and said, look, let's uncover this food product community. Let's hit up all the farmers markets. You know, I know, you know, so-and-so who made a killer salsa one Christmas and now they're packaging it and selling it to their friends. Let's hit up all these people and make it a pitch competition, Shark Tank style. Abelson's <laughs> was really excited about it. You know, their <laughs> angle is, we want to future more local products at, at our stores, and we don't necessarily have um, um, the channels to reach out to these folks. So what we did is we raised 42 applications, which blew my mind. Sure. I did not know there was 42, and we call them food product entrepreneurs, an early stage of their of their business. And so from those 42, we had 21 exhibit in a trade show style showcase and five of them made it to the final which was a shark tank style pitch competition they all pitched back to back mm-hmm. albison's was there and had the majority judges and up for grabs was shelf space at albison's new broadway store big it's deal very big deal especially yeah. if you consider this if that company does well in this case is snacktivist foods from from northern idaho if snacktivist foods does well at the broadway store they have the opportunity to get placed at 83 additional stores in the Intermountain Division. And they got $10,000. Yeah, right. And they got $3,000 worth of free legal <laughs> services and a full marketing workshop. So we looked at it and we said, look, we have these great assets at our disposal right here. 
these larger, more more established companies, there's a lot of food product entrepreneurship going on. Let's just connect the two. Yeah. And and it, and it sounds it sounds easy, you know. At the end of the day, it was a pretty, um, it was a big scope to undertake because it hadn't been done before. And now we have interest from other industries that have nothing to do with food. And these bigger companies are asking us, hey, can you take that same format of trail mix and apply it to energy, apply it to tech, apply it to real estate? Mm -hmm. They want to see, you know, people like Shark Tank. It's cool. It's sexy. And they want to come to Trailhead and see more of those events. Now, our members are exposed to that. So our members can come to this, whether they have a food background or not. They get to participate in just the process of a pitch. You know, we also are partnering with, and I'm rambling on, you know, about these programs, but it hits right to the heart of what you're talking about. We're partnering with the Boisley Angel Alliance and the Venture College. And we're going to put on something called Pitch Day. It'll be a monthly pitch event. Unprecedented in Boise, sure. Because it'll be a non-discriminatory format, meaning it's not just the Boise Angel Alliance that represents the investors. There's going to be other investment groups in there: venture capitalists, angel investors, individual investors. And so, you know, our membership is going to benefit from that. It rubs off on them. It really paints the picture, f and they can look at a company on stage that is polished and ha has a pitch that's really decent and they can aspire to that and and these people are accessible to them too mm -hmm. i mean i say staged you know it's you've been to trailhead mm -hmm. um no one is above the crowd if you will right. um whoever is at trailhead really lives that inclusive kind of culture that we have so you know trail mix was something we were really excited about because we got to put those assets together it rubbed off on our membership they saw a really cool event there's all this other interest on the periphery and under industries now for trail mix. So yeah, we look we look forward to doing it in 2019 and we're definitely gonna do it in 2020 yeah. as, as part of Boise Startup Week. So there's more to come on the food product side. I'm speaking with TM Rastigar? Rastigar. Rastigar, sorry. And uh, so TM, where, what's your background? How did you get involved trail? What were you doing before? How'd you, are you, you know, are you from Boise? What's, what's your background? Sure. Um, so I was born in Iran, actually, Okay. on the heels of the Islamic Revolution, uh, right before the eight-year war with Iraq. Wow. My mother was a royal officer for the king. And <clears throat> as you may know, the king was replaced by someone else, and we had to bail. So we fled the country. We were refugees. And we were on our way to the U.S., and we traveled through Germany. And we were not allowed to move and um, travel on to the U.S., so we were stuck in Germany, basically, oh. uh, where we became asylum seekers. How old were you when this happened? I was two years old. Okay. And so I grew up in Frankfurt. It's my okay. hometown. I'm okay. a German-American citizen, and we were, I was there for about 18 years, and then my dad saw the wall fall, and then my dad got a job here in Boise as an accountant with family, and in his infinite wisdom, he did not leave me... Um, by myself there as an 18-year-old. He brought me to <laughs> Boise with him, and I finished high school here at Centennial High, actually. Okay. And went on to Boise State, Did international, studied international business, met my wife. She was an art student. Opposites attract. I was a business student. Mm -hmm. And um, I always say, and, and then I was stuck in a good way right here yeah. in Boise. And so, you know, I, I started working at a company called PKG right out of school. I did my internship there. They design and manufacture 
human-machine interface panels for aviation and medical applications. Okay. Design and manufacturing was okay. way above my head at the time. But they gave me an opportunity to, to come on board and, and learn the technical side of their business. I did that for about 11 years. Hmm. And I, I resigned there as a director of marketing, moved to a company called Vacasa. I'm not sure yeah, if you're familiar sure, with that. Sure, of course. Yeah. So I worked for Vacasa for about three years. I was in their M&A team. We did mergers and acquisitions around the country and around the world. Hmm which was a phenomenal experience for me. I had no um, exposure or experience in mergers and acquisitions before Vacasa. And if you want to think about it, I was purchasing companies that uh, managed vacation rentals. So in other words, I got to travel and work um, in places where people go on vacation. Yeah. So that was a pretty cool gig. Yeah. And, you know, most recently then, my, my um, the change to, to Trailhead, I was looking for, you know, an organization where I could make an impact on the community. Mm-hmm. And I'm also raising a family, um, two kids, and the, the travel of Vacasa was just too much for me. So it wasn't a fit anymore. And along came Trailhead. The opportunity didn't really occur to me as, as something I would be really passionate about. I'm someone who follows purpose and passion mostly when I make decisions when it comes to work. And I had an interview with the board, got to meet the board members. There's nine of them. And they're phenomenal. And it was during that interview where I really discovered how badly I wanted the role. And so, yeah, I've been about been there for about four months now. Great. Well, and and so where do they hope the trailhead will go? I mean, what, what, as your role as executive director there, like, where do you hope to take it? It's a good question. So yeah. I'm the I'm the third executive director. Yeah. Technically, trailhead itself is a startup. Yeah. We've been around for you know just over three years. Mm-hmm. So that said. You know, the board and I were in the midst of um, planning a, a five to ten year strategy, which will tell us where we're going to go. But you know, there's some there's some natural places that we have to to look look to, right? <clears throat> so, Trailhead is not an incubator or an accelerator by virtue of Trailhead does not invest its own money into the startups, which leaves a gap um, a gap in access to capital for many entrepreneurs. So that's that's something we're exploring. Um, we're also very active in workforce development. You know, talent um, is, is you know one of the three main pillars of, of a of a good entrepreneurial ecosystem. It's it's usually you have to have access to talent, access to markets, and access to capital. And so you know there is a, a talent shortage here in Boise. There's thousands of unfilled tech jobs. Six thousand was the last number that I saw. That's much higher than I would have guessed. Yeah, yeah. and and I think that's actually for the entirety of Idaho, but. Relatively speaking, the vast majority of those jobs are in the Treasure Valley. Mm. So just think of the tax implications of not having the talent. And it isn't so much that we don't produce the talent. We, we do produce talent, and talent tends to leave. Mm. And so, you know, Boise Startup Week is one way of Trailhead and other stakeholders in this ecosystem, one way that we highlight how cool Boise is, what assets we have in terms of the quality of life, in terms of the, you know, the tech companies that are here now. Look at the stats. In the last decades, we had an increase of 61% of tech companies. And, and if you look back, you know, those seeds were planted 15, 20 years ago, and now you have the T-sheets, the cradle points, the clear waters, the counts, the truck stops, the paylocities, and I can go on and on. And so we are looking to foster the next round, plant the seed now for the next round of, of, of startups that will, you know, provide talent a place to go and work and stay right here in Boise. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, 
that's kind of been the 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 challenge in Boise is that you get this talent that does get born and raised here, and then they're like, all right, for me to really reach the levels that I want to reach or chase the dreams that I want to chase, I need to expand outside of Idaho. Mm -hmm. And um, but I do see that changing. Yes. And uh, I do see that, and to see big successful companies not big they started tiny but mm -hmm. they became uh you know from where i'm sitting ultra successful um from you know boise idaho and that and that's not just uh it's just not just a few i mean the list keeps growing and i really and you're right and you mentioned earlier that a lot of time when people th think of startup they think of of uh, you know, tech and mm -hmm. those kinds of things. And, you know, like who's making the latest app on something. And really there's so much innovation going on. And, uh, and you mentioned a food. I see that a lot here in Boise and it's just fun to see all the different ideas that are, are coming up. And I, and I have, I have friends who are out there doing stuff and they're, and they're totally under the radar and they're just mm -hmm. trying to find their way. But it's so, it's so fun to see that culture of brewing. And I have, uh, even my neighbor is has a a startup and in the medical field and and he talks about though the challenge in you of startups you know getting that like the funding you know the capital um, being here he said you know obviously he was even the Bay Area that's kind of the sweet spot but even like Salt Lake is definitely a leg up from where we yeah. are right now uh, but a, a, also a model you know that we can you know learn from. Um, so what do you what are you seeing on that front? Are you seeing some more? Uh, are you seeing outside people who who you know investors and, and things like that? Are they are they looking more now at Boise? Is are we getting their attention? Is it like Startup Week getting their attention and things like that? Absolutely. So let's 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 go back to what you you with respect to people leaving. I yeah. talk to many people now that have come back. Right, okay. they leave Idaho and they want to come back. It's it's pretty apparent that we are enjoying quite the momentum here in Boise with respect to growth, right? We're the fastest growing city in the nation, influx of people, influx of new ideas, influx of capital. We rank top three in most magazines almost for anything you can come up with. And so people are taking notice. Boise Startup Week was a good proxy for that. The year before, in 2017, there were 470 attendees. In 2018, there were 2,000. Wow. 40 programs or events, if you will, in 2017, 120 this year. So the growth has been exponential. We had venture capitalist firms from the East Coast and the West Coast reach out to us because they found out about Boise Startup Week on social media and they flew out here. So we hosted them. So yes, yeah, so absolutely. Boise is, is punching above its, its weight class. It's getting a lot of attention. And that's on us to leverage and build upon. You mm -hmm. mentioned Salt Lake. They've done some things right. They had some pretty wealthy entrepreneurs, wealthy meaning they had some lucrative exits, and they had capital to start a fund. And that really is what kickstarted, and it was called kickstart actually, the, the seed fund, which kickstarted what is now known as Silicon Slopes. Mm. You know, we don't have a Silicon Boise or Silicon Rockies or Silicon Bogus Basin, I don't know what you want to call it, but mm -hmm. we, we haven't even identified a name of what we're going to call it. So if you think about it, all these various pieces, the, the momentum, the attention we're getting, the talent we're developing, the tech companies that are here, 
local and state governments are looking at how to support entrepreneurs. You know, there's there's nonprofit stakeholders, there's for-profit stakeholders. All the pieces are on the table now, and they were previously not on the table in in the format that it is in now. And it's on us to put those pieces together and launch our own version of of what Salt Lake has done. You know, Salt Lake is an interesting comparison because as medium to big size companies choose to as they choose to make a move location-wise, Salt Lake and Boise are always in competition with one another. And that in itself tells me, you know, whatever they did out there in terms of the model, we can do it here. Now, do we want to be a Salt Lake? No, we want to be Boise. We want to do it our own way. Mm-hmm. And so Trailhead in that plays a vital role. We are a nonprofit. We can play Switzerland a little bit in this. There's various stakeholders and, and, and various contributors in this ecosystem that really work in silos, not to be facetious, just because that's what they've always done. And there hasn't been you know, a champion that is fostering a more of a collaborative effort to align all these stakeholders. And that is really going forward 2019. That's the BHAG, that, uh, the big, hairy, audacious goal that Trailhead is going to tackle. I love it. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with TM Rastagar. He is the executive director over at Trailhead and uh, a space where uh, all kinds of entrepreneurs are flocking to not just to uh, have a, a space to you know work on and grow their ideas, but also to network, to have some synergy with other people who are in the same challenge. And it's great to see the community kind of get behind this. You mentioned early on that the 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 founders of this organization, the people who who brought it to life, had a lot of support from the mayor, mm-hmm. and uh, and and it, and I keep seeing that, and I keep hearing that. So I, I really like how it's it's that there is that support because sometimes I think some communities don't have that, and I think that that's really fortunate. But I also think that your your board and and the leadership over there at Trailhead has got it's got some great ideas. I like you know this. This movement, it's it's it's, it's uh, Boise is so ripe for this because there's so much. I see, you know, I travel a lot when I with uh, within my business, and it seems like I go to other business areas, and the, the ideas seem so much more staler there. It seems like Boise, like everyone's trying all kinds of things here, and so I, I, I like how we're trying to foster that because we're obviously people are recognizing that, and Trailhead's giving them a way to. Yeah, you know, trying things in and itself is a culture. Yeah. Is a culture that's filled with failure. And if you want to encourage someone to fail, you want to encourage them to fail early and fail cheap. (laughs) But that's what's happening in Boise right now. People care about the community that they live in, and we're fortunate enough that those people are giving back. And, you know, I stand on the shoulder of giants. There's been two, you know, outstanding executive directors before me that launched Trailhead. You mentioned my board, Um, you know, we talked about earlier the, the lack of entrepreneur, entrepreneurial education, you know, when you and I went to school. During my undergrad, there was no such thing as entrepreneurship 420 at Boise State. Now okay. we have the Venture College, yeah. and that's all they do. You know, the, the dean uh, of the College of Design and Innovation, Gordon Jones, he's on my board. Mm. We, we view the Venture College as a feeder program into a trailhead. You know, one student goes through the Idaho Entrepreneurial Challenge. They might even win some money. They graduate from college. Where's the next place for them to land? Not only are we right down the street in a pretty cool, uh, vibrant spot, like you said, but uh, it just makes sense for them to graduate into Trailhead and then graduate on into the, into the real world and, and, and rent office space, hopefully in downtown. 
Yeah, I I think uh, I think that's really great that the uh, Boise State has also stepped up and 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 is providing this because the whole business community needs this. The student, the, our youth, right? I, we always everyone lots of times talks about. Um, all right, we need to create. Uh, you know, we want more kids to stay here. We want you know more talent to stay here. Um, but a lot of times, uh, I think the focus, I mean, is rarely discussed in this kind of small business, and that people are looking at the big companies. Mm-hmm. And 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 I think a lot of the students that think that's where they need to go. But if they have ac- access to see different avenues, I think uh, it's going to keep more of them staying here and trying new things, even if it's their side hustle while they're working at their other corporate gig. You know, students are one stakeholder in this. And if you think about it, the greater business community, a healthy ecosystem, a healthy business ecosystem, has a healthy amount of large established companies, medium-sized companies, and startups. It's a pipeline, basically. Your startup becomes a medium-sized company, becomes the large established company. If you don't have, uh, you know, top of the funnel startups entering into that ecosystem, the less likely you are to end up with medium-sized and big-sized companies. So... Even the larger companies have a keen interest in, in fostering a healthy ecosystem. It produces talent for them. Who knows? It may even produce a company they want to purchase. It may produce a product that they want to buy as a, in a, in a buyer-seller relationship. So there's all kinds of angles to you know, why economic growth targeted at startups is good for our community. Yeah. Well, TM, uh, again, I've been speaking with TM Restigar. He's the executive director over at Trailhead. Uh, it's been awesome having you here in the studio. Um, I think uh, I think you're doing great things over there at organization. And, and now with your leadership there, it seems like you got some great ideas of taking this forward. And I uh, wish you the best of luck. Thank you for the kind words, and thank you for having me on today. I really appreciate it.